Welcome back to the Aligned Living Podcast. My name is Sophie. I'm your host, and I'm also the author of the Aligned Living Newsletter. I just wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you so much for all of your kind words and encouragement since I launched this podcast more publicly. Honestly, starting this podcast was a bit of a happy accident. When I transitioned my newsletter over to Substack at the beginning of the summer, I didn't know that you could have an audio segment. And so I thought that would be something fun to offer to all of my readers. And I started by recording things like meditation and breathwork practices. And then I realized that you could push forward these podcast episodes to platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I figured, you know, I'm doing the work anyways. Why not share this with as many people who could benefit from it as possible? So that's what I did last week. The response that I've received is astounding. And I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate the time that you take out of your day to read what I write or to listen to what I have to say. Thank you. I appreciate you. For today's episode, I thought it would be fun to explore why I chose to name this publication Aligned Living and what that means to me. And then I thought it could be fun to explore what it's like to run your own business and create your own business from the ground up because that's really what I'm doing here. It's almost been two years since I've launched this business publicly and Honestly, many more since I've been dreaming up in the background, so I feel like I have a lot to say on the topic. Starting with the name. Back in January 2022, at the start of this year, I got the idea to start a podcast. And up until that point, I hadn't had to be very creative about the way that I name my offerings. My mentorship programs are called one-on-one teacher's mentorship or small group mentorship. One of my workshops about how to teach a private yoga class is quite literally called How to Teach a Private. So when I had to think a little more creatively about this, I honestly really struggled. And I just wrote down a bunch of words that I really resonated with over the course of a few days, and then started to share that with some people in my life. And what really landed, what really stuck with me was the word aligned and living. So to me, when someone is in alignment, that means that they say what they do and they do what they say. So I'll say that again. To me, someone who is in alignment, they say what they do and they do what they say. So there's no discrepancies between their values and beliefs and their actions and behaviors. And that's what I really try to strive to do. Now, I certainly don't always get this right. I mess up all of the time. It is truly more of a aspiration or something that I am striving to do than something that I have fully embodied. But why I think this is so important is because, especially in the online space, we have a lot of people who say what they do. But we don't often get to see what it is that they're actually doing. So oftentimes we have people saying that they do certain things, but then 
what are they actually doing behind the scenes? Because to me, it is what people are actually doing that makes them trustworthy. Are they in alignment? Are their values in, and beliefs in alignment with their actions and behaviors? Especially when it comes to investing your time and money with working with certain coaches, I think it's really important that these people are in alignment. And if they're not, you really need to question why it is that you want to work with them, why it is that you want to learn from them. And we don't always know if people are in alignment, especially from the online world. But I do believe in that deeper part of you, that wiser part of you that really resonates and that wiser part of me that really resonates with the words that people say in a really specific and deep way. And that's often because they are someone who is in alignment and they are someone who is really trustworthy. Of course, we always need to act with discernment. I don't want you to believe everything that I say just because I say that you should. I want you to decide for yourself if that is in alignment for you and if that lands. So I was doing some research in preparation for this podcast today and Another definition that I came across for the word aligned is to give support to. And this really landed with me because that's my intention with this podcast and with my newsletter, that I can support all of you, the the readers, the listeners, that hopefully through my own lived experience, you can find some support or some benefit or you can just simply find that feeling of being uh, of feeling seen or being able to relate to someone else because i know especially when you're in the thick of some sort of struggle it can feel really lonely and it's just refreshing to know that you're not the only one who has experienced a certain thing so that's why i decided to name this publication, Aligned Living. And I I think I chose it as well because it was broad enough that it gave me some wiggle room to play around with the topics, the things that I talk about. But it was specific enough that it gives you a bit of an indication of what to expect. You know, mainly I'm here to talk about self-care, spirituality, a bit of yoga, and just to share the lessons that I'm learning through living my own life in hopes that it's helpful to you. So I hope that gave you a little more of an insight into why this is called the thing that it is. Kind of changing gears a little bit, but not too much. I wanted to chat with you about building a business. So in my first solo episode, I shared a bit more about my story and how I got to where I am today as it pertains to teaching yoga. Now, today I thought it would be nice to share a bit about building a business and some of the things that I've learned through this journey. So up until the pandemic, COVID-19, the thing that shall not be named, um, I had always taught for other yoga studios. So I worked for other studio owners as either an employee or an independent contractor. But when the pandemic hit, 
my studio closed and I was moving to a new city, I knew that if I wanted to keep on teaching, I would have to take matters into my own hands. So that was really the spark or the inspiration what really got me thinking about how I could keep on teaching and also how I would need to adjust or adapt in order to keep on teaching. So something that I thought, you know, would be appropriate given the time of life that we were all living in was to start to offer some more one-on-one, more therapeutic offerings. And it was at this point that I shifted my teaching primarily to doing private yoga. So I started to see a lot of students online and also a few students in person. And this was the impetus, the that foundation that I built my business upon. Now, I knew that I wanted to keep teaching yoga. I wanted to do it therapeutically in a one-on-one setting. That's great. But another idea that came to mind was this idea of mentorship. And this wasn't something that I was seeing be done very commonly in the yoga industry. I don't think it's very common yet. And I think that's really exciting because that means that there's a lot of potential. So I decided to start offering teachers mentorship because I wish that I had known all of these things almost 10 years ago when I first started out as a yoga teacher. I did have to learn a lot of these lessons the hard way, through trial and error, and I don't regret a single thing, but I definitely could have saved myself some time and money if I knew a bit more about how to make a living as a yoga teacher. Because it really is a unique career path and it is not an easy one. But I digress. So what was helpful for me in building a business was not only a response to the circumstances, you know, a response to the fact that we are no longer doing yoga in community with others and how could I adapt to that, but also how could I fill a bit of a gap in the industry? There is this quote when it comes to building business that to build a good business, you either improve upon an existing service, so you either improve upon something that's already out there, or you offer something that isn't currently being offered. And I think I did a bit of both when I first got started. Now, I think thinking about building a business from that frame of mind feels very logical and energetically masculine. For those of you who are starting to think about building your own business, but maybe don't resonate with that, something else that you could think about is what gifts or talents do I have? What comes really easily to me that I could share with others? Because what comes easily to you likely doesn't come easy to many other people. You might think it does because it's just an inherent gift of yours, but the truth is that we're all different, we all have different experiences, we all have different strengths, and we all have different weaknesses. So if you're looking to start to build your own business, that might be a good starting point for you. Start to think about what gifts or talents you have and how that can be helpful to others. Another thing that's really helpful to consider is What do you enjoy doing? I genuinely enjoy 
practicing and teaching and learning about yoga. I also really enjoy reading and writing and listening to podcasts, just consuming content and learning as much as I can. So that's where my business started to shift in this second year. When I first started, I was really yoga focused. Like I said, offering private yoga, teacher's mentorship, and I still do that. But in my second year, I started to see what else do I have to offer? And what could people benefit from who maybe aren't interested in practicing yoga? And that's kind of where my newsletter was born from, which thus evolved into this podcast and me sitting here talking to you all about building a business. Honestly, starting my own business has been one of the most challenging, inspiring, exciting, and thought-provoking things that I've done in a really, really long time. It makes me have massive respect for any entrepreneur and anyone who chooses to make their own money rather than relying on someone else to pay their bills. I think that there is a enormous risk in starting your own business depending on what it is and I can talk a little bit more about that later but I also think that there is enormous reward. So for me personally this is not my the way that I make my full-time living. I have a full-time job that I really love that also happens to be in the yoga and wellness industry. So I'm able to gauge how much work I do outside of my full-time job knowing that I'm always going to be able to pay my bills because of that consistent paycheck that I have. So for the entrepreneurs who really go out there and take the risk and put themselves on the line because they believe in what they have to offer so much, I just have tremendous amounts of respect and I really want to shout that out because it is no small feat. And if we've learned anything in the last two years is that nothing is guaranteed. So circling back to this idea of building your own business, certainly reflecting upon what services you can improve, what services you can offer that you don't see being offered, but also really thinking about what your gifts and your talents are and what you genuinely enjoy doing. Something else that I've learned in the last few years running my own business is that if you don't enjoy the process and you are only focused on the outcome, it will not work. You will not be excited to show up and do the doing if you're only focused on the end goal or the external outcome. And honestly, I think that unfortunately, that's a lot of the reason why people are attracted to the yoga industry. They think, oh, I can live this nomadic life and travel around and teach and my schedule isn't as fixed as maybe some other jobs are. But if you don't actually enjoy the act of teaching, it will not be sustainable for you. And I think that is true for any other industry as well. So I birthed my business during the pandemic. I would go on these long walks after work thinking about teaching and yoga and how I loved it and I wanted to keep on doing it but it didn't seem like there was going to be a way and instead I made a way. So I just want to encourage you that if there is something that you want to do and even if you don't think it's possible, 
Give yourself the time and the space to consider the ways in which it actually could be. There was months of planning and preparation that went into building my business before it was ever announced online. And I think that incubation phase for anything is really essential and it's really pivotal. I think it infuses your business or whatever endeavor you're taking on with the energy that you want to receive from it. I talked about before in my last episode about embodying your worth And that's a lesson that I continue to learn in running my own business. Something that's really challenging as as an entrepreneur is setting your own rates because you get mixed messages. There are people who will say that your services are too expensive. There There will be people who say that you should charge more for your services. And it's not about what other people say. It's about what you feel is aligned and true. So at a certain point, teaching a private for $60 online felt really aligned and true for me until I really realized how much energy and effort and time and planning and attention and care went into these sessions. And then I realized, okay, I'm giving a lot and what I'm receiving doesn't seem to be in in direct reflection of what I'm giving. So thus, I needed to adjust and adapt accordingly. Owning a business and building a business really is just a series of trial and error. It's the evaluation of not only what do I like doing, but is what I'm doing actually working? And if not, how can I adjust and how can I adapt so that it does? Starting my own business really has given me this sense of purpose and this passion that I didn't know was possible. It reignited my love for all things yoga and it really made me believe in my own abilities as a writer, something that I did not identify as before. And it also made me believe in the fact that I do have something to share and you do too. So if you're interested in starting your own business, I hope some of those questions, some of those reflection questions were helpful for you. I would love to hear all about what businesses you want to start. There is nothing more that I love talking about. Um, I've had a bunch of friends of mine approach me with ideas that they're having, and I just feel so honored that they trust me with their visions and their dreams because there is something so special and so sacred about, about those thoughts. And it's my hope for all of you that whatever little visions you have for your future, whatever little seeds you're planting in your life, that you begin to nurture those seeds and tend to them so that your dreams can come to fruition. And once one dream comes to fruition, once you show yourself that you are capable of doing the thing that you say you are going to do, it only becomes easier to keep on doing that. The momentum builds, your confidence in yourself builds, and Ultimately, people's confidence in you builds because you have shown them that you are someone who is worthy of trusting, that you are someone who is in alignment, 
someone who they can believe in, who they want to invest in, because they see all of the amazing things you are doing in your own life. So I hope that was helpful. I would love to hear what you think. Feel free to reach out anytime. Lots of love.